and say, Lord, I need that heavenly language. Mm -hmm. So your job and your duty from here until the end of 2021 is to get the baptism of the Holy Ghost if you ain't got it. If you do have it, you need to get refilled up with the power of the Holy Ghost. And you need to start talking in the power of the language that God has given unto you. You ought to be able to know, just know your, your prayer language. Be able to come off with it at any time and begin to speak it. Because when you do, hell will not be able to know what to do with you. Amen. In the... Uh, BBE Bible, it says, for then, I'm going to give the people a clean language so that they can make all, they may all make prayer to the Lord and be his servants with one mind. Everybody say one mind. The Bible says at Acts chapter number 2, when God sent the Holy Ghost to the angels and brought them back and restored that language, he said that the people began to get in one accord and they got in one mind. The Bible wants the ecclesia that Jesus called and he told uh, Peter over there in Matthew chapter number 16, he said, upon this rock I will build my ecclesia. And when he told him that there, he said, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And then he went on and he gave us the power to get ourselves back in unity, to get ourselves back in one mind. No more should we have people out there trying to do two different gospels. No more should we have any people out there that are a member of one little assembly preaching two different messages. We only need one message, and that is there is a new king on earth. His name is Jesus. He is the king of kings, the lord of lords. It don't matter what hell has done to you before. Now you need to understand that God can unite you with heaven, connect you with heaven, and everything that's up in heaven you can have. I want you to look at somebody right beside of you and say heaven's going to be all yours in Jesus name. So all the translations and all the Hebrew scholars look at this translation and they find this that this is a pure language that is going to be given back to God's people as a prayer language. I just want to know tonight how many of you have your prayer language? Let me see your hand. How many of you need your prayer language? You see, you really need that prayer language because if you don't have your prayer language, you are literally going to be whipped by the devil just about every day. Yes, the blood of Jesus is powerful. But when you don't have the power of the Holy Ghost to live a Christian life, you will throw your hands up and you'll walk out because no man on this earth can live a Christian life. No man can. It's got to be Jesus living that life through you and the power that the Holy Ghost gives you. You see, our problem is, is we try too hard to live right. God says, let the Holy Ghost do the praying. Let the Holy Ghost do the decreeing. Let the Holy Ghost give you the power. Let the Holy Ghost do the living. Let the Holy Ghost come in and fight your battles. Let the Holy Ghost come in and speak through you and put heaven or hell on the do less go. Let the Holy Ghost come in and live your life. Jesus said, I'm living on the inside of you and I will live my life through you. Paul said, I was crucified with Christ and I'm still alive. Nevertheless, I'm alive but it ain't me that's living. It's Jesus that's living his life through me. We got to quit trying to live above sin and let the Holy Ghost propel us to where we can live above sin. Someone shout out amen like you mean it tonight. So now God says that he's going to give us a pure language and he done it 2,000 years ago and that pure language is going to bring all of us into unity. It's going to bring all of us into one mind. It's going to bring us all into one consent and we're all going to be speaking one message in one mind working for the same duty, working for the same thing. We're going to finally get on mission and one church ain't going to be worried about populating their pews. They're going to be worried about populating the kingdom of Almighty God and getting Christians that are powerful enough to stand in 
in the hell ends of the world and walk out of the hell ends of the world unscathed by the power of the Holy Ghost. I believe that we got preachers and churches today that literally need to be fired up with the glory of Almighty God. I believe today that the Holy Ghost wants to do a mighty work in the last few hours where he will anoint his people to walk into the cracked ends of the world, the very hell ends of the world, the night joints of the world, and clear house, walk into the Congress of the United States and cast out that spirit of allism that is there and throw away that spirit of materialism and let God come back into the house of God and into the country that he found it. I believe God is ready to do it and he's ready to move right now, but he's got to have his church speaking the same language, preaching the same message, living the same life, and having their shoulder to the wheel to do exactly what the mission of Almighty God is. Look at somebody and say, you better get your prayer language. If you got it, you need to perfect your prayer language. Everybody holler out and say, I got to perfect it. Oh, we got to start speaking in it. We got to start talking in it. We need to just be able to look at somebody and say, Hello to the I come to the I may show the little D. I really love It literally causes people to have singles on the inside of them. It's a heavenly language. You don't know what God is doing right now. When I say hello to the little me, I show the little the All of a sudden the angel is released. When I say hello to the I mean little man, sometimes all of a sudden all hell begins to tremble. When I begin to say hello to the I little me, I show the little D. I know that the demons begin to tremble. When I begin to do that there, the health of God shows up in people's life. When I began to pray in my language, when I began to speak in my language, wealth comes down out of heaven. When I began to do that, the delivering angel of Almighty God shows up. When I need Jehovah Nishi, my banner, to show up, he'll come up and he'll show up and wipe the slate clean with the enemy. We need to start speaking in our prayer language more. We need to be able to lay our hands upon the people that need that gift and receive it immediately under the power of God because it is your power for victory here on this earth. Amen. How many of you here is tired of the devil whipping you? Get baptized in the Holy Ghost. Speak your prayer language. Speak that heavenly language. If you speak that heavenly language, perfect that heavenly language. If you get the Holy Ghost on the inside of you and you begin to speak that, the church can't help but to get into unity. Oh, we won't have to worry about people out yonder getting in the church and all that stuff. Everybody will be in the place of the church because they know when they come together and any two touch and agree on any one thing, it shall be done. I can lay my hands and pray on somebody in the, the prayer language God gave me and you do the same thing praying in your prayer language and we're in 100% complete unity because the Holy Ghost is always in unity. He's one. And when you pray like that, the Holy Ghost is the one that steps down below your load, steps down below your problem steps down below your bird and picks that burden up over the top of you and throws and casts it off of you. It is the Holy Ghost that brings you out of the mess you get. It's not what you want to do. It's not what you will. It's what the Holy Ghost can do. If you need a deliverance from Him, all you got to do is give it to the Holy Ghost. Look at somebody and say, give it to the Holy Ghost. Amen. In John chapter 17, verse 26, praying in other tongues or praying in the Spirit has got to be one of the ways that that prayer in John 17, 26 comes to pass. Jesus prayed that we would become one. That we would be one. That the church, the ecclesia, would be one. And you've got to have the power of the Holy Ghost and the prayer language of the Holy Ghost praying and moving and active in the church because if you don't, then you don't know how to get in touch with heaven. You see, if you don't know my telephone number, you can't call me on the telephone. Somebody say amen. amen. 
If you don't know where I'm at today, you don't know how to get a hold of me. If you don't have a code to get in contact with Kip Nance, you can't get in contact with me. But God said on the day of Pentecost, I came and I gave you the code to get in contact with me anytime you want to. It's a number. All you got to do is hit that number. And when you hit that number, God said, I hear you. And you hit that number by speaking in another language. Yes, there's power in it. There's creativity in it. You're releasing Jesus himself. You're releasing angels himself. There is a creative governing power of Almighty God with it. And when you begin to preach and speak in that language, angels begin to sit up in guard around your property and began to say this is God's property they received their assignment and you cannot be defeated you cannot have anything taken away from you you can have everything accessible unto you because God said nothing will be restrained from you so the question is look at your neighbor and say why are you so down why are you so broke? Why are you so wore out? Why are you so disgusted? Why are you so frustrated? Why is it that you're so oppressed? Why is it that you're so upset? Why is it that you're letting hell do everything that they're doing in your family? Rise up in the power of Almighty God. Flex your Holy Ghost muscle and look that devil right in the eye and say, you know the eye, and get him out of your house. You ain't got to do anything. Just speak in the power of the Holy Ghost and he'll have to listen to you. Someone say amen. Jesus said in Matthew 18 and 19, he said, again, I say to you that if two of you agree on anything here enough, two or three of you agree on anything on earth concerning anything that you ask, it will be done in my Father's name. So if I can get Betty to pray with me in the Holy Ghost, in the, my prayer language, if I can get her to pray with me in the communication language of heaven, it don't matter what she prays. We're in agreement 100% and everything will be done that we ask to be done in that prayer. That's why we got prayer in this church. That's why some prayer warriors take in their heart. It's so important enough to come out here and to walk around this assembly and pray in tongues. Many times they don't even know what they need to pray for, but they come in here and they start praying and they start praying and they start praying. They have planted and populated and seeded heaven over above us. And after a while, that's coming to a harvest. The Holy Ghost has sent the angels and put them where they need to be. The Holy Ghost has sent the deliverance and he's got it ready. And all he's waiting for the church to do is get in alignment with him under that open heaven so he can pour it out upon us. He said I will give you a pure language. I will turn it back to you so that you will have a power that literally can bring you the victory in everything you do. Now the scripture I really like is when Jesus said it is expedient that I go away from you. Because if I don't go away from you the Holy Ghost can't come. He said but if I go away from you then he's going to come. Here's what he actually said in the original language. He said, it is to your advantage that I leave you. Because if I don't leave you, then you're going to be disadvantaged. You're not going to be where God wants you to be at. But if I leave you, then the Holy Ghost is coming to you. And he's going to give you the advantage over everything that there is here on this earth. He's going to give you the advantage over the imps from hell. He's going to give you the advantage of every demon power that there is. He's going to raise you up in a superior position over and above every trial. Every situation, every obstacle, every demonic activity, every habit. He's going to give you the power to overcome by the power that is in the heavenly prayer language that he gives you through the Holy Ghost. How many of you need that tonight in your life? Amen. Smile at somebody say, I'm going to get me some of that. Amen. He said, any two touch and agree on any one thing. If you pray in the spirit, it begins to bring you into 100% unity. 
The Bible says we've got to have unity. So we start working and we start praying. And we literally do that work and definition of praying in the spirit. It begins to be a pure language off of our lips. It becomes so clean that the devil can't hear it. It becomes so clean and so pure and so uncontaminated that that spiritual prayer language descends right straight through the second heaven and hits the throne room of God. And it begins to put the angels and send them to attention. And they stand there waiting for the Holy Ghost or God himself to look over and say, go. And when you pray in that holy language, Jesus himself is listening, praying to God and God said I answer every prayer that Jesus prayed and when he, he says yes go do it he said there that minute all the angels needed to bring you the victory are on the way and we need to pray and continue to pray in the power and the language of the Holy Ghost so that you can be delivered by the power of the Holy Ghost on the inside of you amen smile at someone say it's a creative language say it again say it's a creative language Oh, so look at somebody right beside me and say, it's time you created some stuff. Amen. It's time you created some stuff. You know, if you ain't got a bank account, create you a bank account. You do that there by praying in the language. If you ain't got no clients, Trevor, to work with in the real estate, pray in your heavenly language. You'll get you some clients. If you ain't got some people in your church that really are fired up, the Lord began to pray. Eventually, God's got to respond to that because God said, you're praying my language. You're preaching and saying my word. You are literally repeating the pure, clean, and undeceitful word of God as he puts it out. And God said, when my word goes out, it will not return void. It will accomplish what I said it will accomplish. But the church has got to come together praying in the Holy Ghost so that we can get the unity and the one accord in the church so that we can go out and fulfill the mission. Are y'all with me tonight? Amen. Now remember that the Holy Ghost said, Jesus himself said that the baptism in the Holy Ghost was so important that the ecclesia was not to do anything in the ecclesia's work until they had received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now listen to this. He said in Matthew 16, 18 through 19, talking to, G uh, to Peter, and Peter had said, you are the Christ. He looked at him and he said, upon this rock, I'm going to build my church, my ecclesia. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You might want to write beside your notes, say the government of hell will not prevail against it. In the gate is where everybody done government at. And he's saying there that if you literally are in the ecclesia, that it don't matter what hell tries to do, the government of hell cannot prevail against you. You've heard preachers, and I'm going to tell you what, I, have, I read this all the way through uh, the, the Greek. I've studied it. I've looked back all the way to the old church fathers, and I heard them preach. And somewhere around 1900, that message changed. And that message was this long ago. And it was that if you literally are a member of the ecclesia, and God is building his ecclesia through you and through the power of the Holy Ghost and in the, the communication of the language up there, that they ain't never business of hell that can come in and ram you and come out and even take one battle from you. But in 1900, round that way, they began to change you and tell everybody it's alright to lose a battle to the enemy. 
I want to tell you today, it's not all right to live, lose a battle to the enemy. It's time for the church to rise up because God said nothing will be impossible to you. Nothing will be as restrained from you. Nothing will be inaccessible to you. Nothing will be cut off from you. And he said the gate of hell, the government of hell, will not prevail against you. In other words, the devil has no power to whip you. You got the power to rip him and put him on the do let's go because God said on the cross Jesus publicly put them to an open display and showed the world that he was king of kings and he was lord of lords. Smile at someone say I got to get me some of that language. Mm. Lord I wish I could really preach this. Amen. But it went on and he said the gates of hell will not prevail against you and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Everybody say, I got the keys. Now, we've had some study in here in the church about the keys. But God has expanded that a little bit and said it's time to give them some more keys. You've got so many keys to heaven, to the kingdom of heaven. And you literally ain't went like that. Some of y'all are falling on your knees right now. Lord, open up that door. Lord, open up that door. I need you to open up that door. Lord, open up that door. And God is sitting back and saying, you dummy, I gave you the key. Go open it yourself. Everybody holler and say, I got the keys of the kingdom. Now, I want you to go with me, if you will, to Isaiah, chapter number 22. I want you to see something here. I'm going to read this in the living translation because it brings it out a little bit better. But I want you to see, show you something here about keys. As I'm going forward, I want you to look at your neighbor and say, I got the key. You see, if you got the key of something or another, you got the opportunity to unlock the door. In Isaiah chapter 22, verse 19 through 23, I'm reading it to you in the New Living Translation. I want you to get it. It says, yes, Shebna, I will drive you out of office, says the Lord. I will pull you down from your high position. And then I'll call my servant Eliakim, son of Hilkiel, to replace you. And I will dress him in your royal robes, and I will give him your title and your authority. And he will be a father to the people of Jerusalem and Judah. And I will give him the key to the house of David. The highest position in the royal court. And when he opens doors, no one will be able to close them. And when he closes door, no one will be able to open them. Some of the body in here knows God. And I will shout out amen. He said, he will bring honor to his family name, for I will drive him firmly in place like a nail in the wall. I like what he said there. He said, I'm going to give him the key. Now, Shebna is uh, symbolic of the devil himself, Satan himself. But like, uh, the, the one there, Eliakim, uh, is symbolic of Jesus. And God is saying there that he's going to remove Satan out of his throne, and he's going to put Jesus in his throne. It's a prophetic word. And when he says that there, he said, literally, I'm going to give you the house key of David. You're going to be able to open up doors nobody else is able to shut open up. And you're going to be able to shut up and lock up doors no other man's going to be able to do it. So in Isaiah 22, we have two chamberlains that are literally named. One of them is Shebna, one of them is Eliakim. Shebna is a type of Satan himself. Eliakim is a type of Jesus Christ himself. So why would it be that Jesus is tying this statement concerning an ecclesia all the way back to a 700 year old prophecy? It's because a chamberlain was a 
chief operating officer of the king and his kingdom. He was the CEO for the king and the CEO for his kingdom. He was also the highest ranking executive that there was in the kingdom. He was a kingdom except next to the king himself. The chambermaid was the one that was in charge. He was the manager of everything. And the chambermaid carried keys around with him and he wore certain different type of clothes and those keys were so big when everybody saw him they knew he had the key. Y'all follow me? That's why hell is fighting you so bad. Because God said that he's going to give Jesus the key to the house of David. In other words, I'm going to give you the key to the throne of David. I'm going to give you the key to the house of David up in heaven. Everything in the riches and the treasures of heaven, you got the key for it. You see, these chamberlains, they carried the key to the bedroom of the king. They carried the key to the palace of the king. They carried the key to the treasury of the king. They carried the key to every room that there was in the palace. He was the main man. He was the main dog. And God said when he began to do this here... Acts chapter number 2 on the day of Pentecost that he took the key out of the devil's hand of death, hell, and the grave and he put it in Jesus' hand and he put the key of David in Jesus' hand and Jesus through the power of the Holy Ghost sent them keys down to you and now you got the power to go up to heaven with the key that God gave you and open up every room that there is in the palace of heaven. You can walk into the very throne room of God. You can walk into the courtroom of heaven. You can actually walk into the treasure of God himself and anything you need is accessible unto you if you'll just get up and go move and do it. Slap that beside of you and say you need to start using your key. Mm. Y'all kind of quiet tonight. The Chamberlain was the only one that carried them keys. Everybody knew who he was. Shebna was a chamberlain, chamberlain, but when he misused his authority, God said, I'm going to take you out of your position, and I'm going to put Eliakim there. I'm going to move that situation over. And God did that on the day of Pentecost, and God said in 2021, because people have misused their authority that God gave the keys to, and they're out there fleecing the flock, and they're carrying the flock straight to hell with them. God said, I'm about to remove some people out of the very pulpits in the Ecclesia, and I'm going to put people in there that literally would stand with with the authority of Almighty God and start opening up the very treasures that there is up in heaven so that if we need revival, we can have revival. And we ain't got to preach about it for 15 years. We can have healing and have it right now. We can have power right now. We can have deliverance right now. We can literally shut down ABC stores. We can shut down the politics. We can shut down the stuff because Jesus gave us the key. Look at somebody say, Jesus gave us the key. Amen. So now I want to talk to you about the keys. Look at that right beside me and say, you got to start using that key. Now somebody turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. I want to show you a few more keys before I go tonight. Is that all right? All right. I guess y'all can tell I'm enamored with the Holy Ghost. I guess y'all can tell I talk to him a whole lot. I guess you can tell I talked to him in the prayer language a whole lot. Let me tell you something. If it hadn't been for the fact that God gave me this revelation a long time ago, this church wouldn't be here today. It is through the prayer language that God has given me that we're still here. Because there's times, Janice, I didn't know what to pray. I didn't know what to say. 
Maybe I want it 100% right. Maybe I won't write. Everybody else won't write. It don't matter. God just gave me exactly what I needed to say when I need to say it so that I could preach and I could stand forth and keep right on holding on. And God has got everything in proper position. He woke me up the other day early in the morning at 3 o'clock and he said, Kip, I want to share with you something that's a promise. He said, and here's my promise to you. He says, I have stationed the angels around your property in Blaymore, North Carolina. He said, I have them. They're ready for your people. Your people are running from me but they won't run much longer. He said, understand and realize that there's going to be something that happens on the inside of them that the desire on the inside of them is going to change and they're going to want more of me than they are of the world. And in doing so, you're not going to be able to preach like you did before because these people are going to want you to carry them deeper into the scripture and carry you deeper into the glory realm. And he spoke to me again and he said, Kim, get ready because I'm about to show up in Living Water Worship Center. He said, there are people praying for you. There are people that never stop praying for you. There are people that are still praying and I hear that language that's coming up to heaven and I am dispatching angels right now to obliterate what hell tried to do in that house 50 years ago and I will roll back all of the, the things that hell has tried to do to this church and literally come in and I will make it the gate of the kingdom of God here in Bladenboro and business from heaven will be conducted in this house. What that means is we're going to issue new deeds. We're going to issue new policies. We're going to train people to be ambassadors and be cabinet members in the Senate of God and we're going to release them out in the world. So get ready, devil. Hear me pretty good. Get ready because we're coming after you. You might not like it too good and you might fight it a little bit, but let me share with you. Nothing is going to be impossible when what God is going to do here and we're going to be able to do what we need to do because anything we need is going to be on our table right in the presence of our enemy. And I said, thank you, Lord. I'm ready now. Amen. Just when everybody else said, I wonder what Kip's going to do with the church. Is he going to go on? Is he going to go on? Some of them are just waiting right now for me to throw up my hands so they don't have to come no more. Well, let me share it with you, devil. That ain't never going to happen. The only way that it's going to happen is when God says it's time for me to leave. I'm here until God says it's time for me to move. I'm going to preach until God shows up in the power of the Holy Ghost. And he's going to deliver us through the power of his Holy Spirit. And we're going to use the prayer language to get in unity. Look at that right beside of you and say, you're going to get in unity to me. You're going to get in unity with me or else. Now we're going to use our key. And I'm going to close. Verse number one. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carrying away unto those dumb idols even as you were led. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Holy Ghost or the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed. And that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but the Holy Ghost. Now, there are diversities of gifts but the same Spirit. There are diversities of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit, or the Holy Ghost, is given to every man to profit withal. For the one is given the Spirit of the Word of Wisdom. Notice there is this uh, given by the Spirit the Word of Wisdom. It's not complete wisdom, it's the Word of Wisdom. Wisdom deals with the future, it is a gift that He gives to people that are prophets. And he gives it to his people in the church so that they'll know what's going to happen tomorrow. How many would love to know what's going to happen tomorrow? The more you pray in the spirit, the more you'll get the word of wisdom. 
And to another, he'll give you the word of knowledge. Word of knowledge deals with the right now and the past. It reveals facts. It tells you what you're fighting against. It tells you why you're here. People don't realize it and understand in this church, I was sent here for a reason, and it was sent here for my family. And most of them didn't hear me. And I might have messed up the message. I don't know. But it was sent my family. And here's why. Because on that pew right there, I sat there for a three-hour argument that went on in this church between the pastor and my uncle and a several other people and my aunt in this place and it got so bad that they were literally about ready to hit each other and literally it set a place in the gate of this town to where a spirit can rule for 40 years and that spirit has ruled for 40 years and that spirit hear me now, that spirit was sent not to the people that committed the sin, it was sent to their children so their children would die an accidental or a premature death and my brother died an accidental death, a murder one sitting on the back row right here today should have been dead twice, but he's still here. You better thank God, brother, and I love you, but you better thank God you got to pray alone. I should have been killed in the accident that I was in. Many have died in my family, in my family. My brother's son is already dead. My uncle's grandchildren have, are starting to die and pass away. This devil came after the children and literally took them out. I could sit down here right now and I could name children after children after children of the people that were present here that day because they would not ask God for forgiveness and would not get it right with the Lord. They went to the funeral of their child. Dennis Thompson was one of them. Ann Hester was another. I could keep right on naming them. I could go right on to it. Phil Eichner is another. I believe his name's Eichner. He's there. All of them, they're gone. Billy Ray Cook, he's gone. Mickey Muse, he's gone. You need to realize and understand that was all because my family was a part of a mess that caused the devil to come in this house and the spirit of jealousy that set in, the spirit of murder that set in, was to take the family out because the family was highly anointed and gifted with the Holy Ghost. And they kept the family at disunity all these many years. It started happening with my grandma. It started happening and it's still happening today. But my God said to tell you the 40 years is over with. And now the power of the Holy Ghost is coming. And I'm going to bring us back into unity. Everybody needs to holler out like you mean. And we're going to see the glory of God come back together. Thank God for somebody that was baptized in the Holy Ghost. That can move in these gifts. That can speak to the King up in heaven through the communication system that he gave us so that the angels was there with me on the day that that car flipped over and the angels was with me and with Timmy out there the day that the car flipped over and he was with Sydney. Thank God they're still here today because God said they're generals in my army and I'm going to raise them to literally obliterate what hell has done and I've stood in the gap for this family and I've stood in the gap for this church because God said I'm not finished with outreach for Christ and I'm not finished with living water worship center and I'm not finished with kidnapping and he's fought the battle to the prayers and I will bring the victorious victory in the house because God said this is my ecclesia. Somebody needs to shout amen. Hmm. So now I've told you why I'm here. And then he goes on. That was the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge. It brought to you facts and it brought to you things in the future now let's come to today Aunt Janice Tom Judson and Diane Judson sat on that back road that day 
Tom Judson has had a grandson in the last five months that's dead. Two daughters that's dead. And he's about to die right now. So somebody in our family was able to put him at bay. I want to publicly look at my aunt tonight and say, thank you, Aunt Janice. Thank you for praying. Because I probably supposed to be dead. But thanks to God, somebody in my family knew how to get in contact with God. I want you to hear me now. That devil is still in that family trying to take that family out. It's still in the Cook family. It's still in the Muse family. I can keep right on naming them down. It's in the Willoughby family. And all of them that you think of how they died. Some of them died with leukemia, sudden death. Some of them died with cancer. They're young people. Some of them got killed in car accidents. The Thompson family is still there. You need to understand it. You need to realize it. And you better thank God for a praying mama and a praying grandma. You better thank God that they would not sit there and bow down to that devil that tried to take down this church and take down this ecclesia. But God said for me to come in publicly. Let everybody know that God has his hand on Living Water Worship Center. And it don't matter who's behind the pulpit. God's going to bring the revival that he needs to bring. Because he purposed it in 1969. And he will complete it before I leave this earth. Somebody give God a good hand clap of praise. That won't for tonight. But God said for me to release it. Amen. Verse 9 says to another faith. By the same spirit. That's God's faith. That's the belief in God. It's God's faith when he believes for you. To another gifts of healing by the same spirit. To another the working of miracles. Where laws literally are canceled out. When the law of death is to take you out. And it's canceled out. Death stood that day. And that car that flipped over with me in it. And he was ready to take me out. But thanks be to God, somebody in my family was praying. Somebody in my church was praying. They were speaking in another language. And that devil come for me. And there in that hour, God sent his holy angels. And his holy angels binded up the spirit of death and said, no, he will not die. He will live. Thank God that God's got somebody in my family that's anointed, that's filled with the power of the Holy Ghost that can speak in the prayer, prayer language of God and stop what hell tried to do. God said nothing will be inaccessible to him because he's my child. Amen. To another prophecy. That means you're going to prophesy. Look at somebody and say you're going to prophesy. That means you speak things into existence. If you want to create stuff, start speaking it into existence. You need a job speaking to see. If you're sick, look at your hand and say, I ain't sick no more. Look at your feet and say, you ain't sick no more. The doctors look at me and say, I don't know how in the world you're walking. Your back is not even fused to your pelvis. How in the world are you standing up and I have to point them to God every time and say it was God that touched this body. I don't know about y'all, but I felt the very power of Almighty God and I've seen it come through me. And I may not have been all that I need to be all the time, but I want you to know right now, God said I got his hand on him and I will be with him and I'm there with him and thank God it's not because of anything this old boy done it's because somebody prayed for me Amen. then he says discerning spirit look at somebody say you got to know who you're fighting you got to know what that devil is and Janice for years behind this pulpit I could walk up to this assembly and I would see that devil standing at the door. Jesus, God told Cain when he killed Abel. He said, why are you so mad? If you do what's right, you'll be accepted too. But if you don't do what's right, 
sin crouches at the door. And that word sin is a demonic name. It's where we get rabies from. It's called rabats. And he said he stands at the door and God began to show me that that spirit of jealousy started there and it went all the way through the Bible and it brought the people that were family members to death because this was a spirit of murder. And I would walk into this church and see him standing at that door. He couldn't come in the church until he found a cell that he could operate in. And for many days, I've stood behind this pulpit. You might think I'm crazy, but I've stood behind this pulpit and looked out them double doors and seen him there, all upset and mad and everything in my, my spirit. I've seen him. And there's been other days that I've come in here and I've stood up to preach and he's been sitting right on the front row. But thanks be to God, he ain't took the church out, he ain't shut the church down, and we're still here. The devil's tried to shut this church down twice. He got close to it twice. But let me know, let you know, God has spoke life into it. There's a word, a rhema word from God, and the Holy Ghost is breathed on it. And I'm going to tell you what, this is a force to be wicked, reckoned with through the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to finish up tonight. To another, different kinds of tongues. And to another, the interpretation of tongues. But all these works that one of the self-same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. God said that nothing is impossible to you if you have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Let me see again how many of you got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. How many of you got your prayer language? Perfect that. Keep your hand up. Perfect it. Perfect it. Pray it every day. Speak it every day. Every minute you get it up to when you get up in the bed, you get up from the bed in the morning, speak it. When you lay down in the bed, speak it because it is protecting you on the daily basis. You're talking to God. How many of you need your prayer language here? Let me see your hand. Raise your hand. I see it. All right, tonight you're going to get it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I know you might be a little scared of it. Don't you be scared of it because the power of Almighty God is going to come. I want you to know right now God is going to give you something that will literally give you the power to overcome every attack of the enemy. Nothing is going to be held back from you. You're going to be able to speak words and your whole family get saved. Oh my God, can I preach this a little bit? You're going to be able to preach and healing is going to manifest right in your house. You're going to be able to speak words and the devil's going to jump out the windows of your house because he can't stand to be around you anymore. I'm here to let you know right now God is getting a simply ready for the revival of Almighty God and the kingdom of God is going to come back now. It's going to be the kingdom rule of God operating through his ecclesia and as we speak it and we release it and we decree it, God is going to change not only every family under the umbrella of this ecclesia, he's going to change the region that this ecclesia is in. I want to know tonight how many is ready to receive it someone shout out amen if you've got your Holy Ghost tonight and you can speak I want you to come line up right here if you don't have the Holy Ghost I want you to come right behind them I want you as we play music tonight I want you to go I want Sister Janice to lead this here to us I want you to go to those that need the baptism of the Holy Ghost and don't stop praying until you hear them speaking in another language because this is what's going to change their life can somebody give God some glory here tonight can somebody give God some praise here tonight somebody needs to do it in the power of Almighty God every one of you Sister Janice come on and receive it. If you got the baptism of the Holy Ghost, those of you that's got the baptism of the Holy Ghost, raise your hand around the altar so everybody can see it. If you ain't got the baptism now, raise your hand so everybody knows who you got to pray for. Alright, move to them right now. Start praying for it. Welcome Holy Spirit. Be here in your presence. Feel the 
Yeah. 